right, all right. Hey guys, welcome on this Thursday morning, this Thursday edition of our TNT devotional at New Hope Church. So glad, so glad that you are with us. Please, as always, I ask you this every single time, and I hope that you're still doing it. Please let us know where you're watching from. I'm just kind of cruising uh, Facebook right now. I'm looking at, um, not cruising Facebook, I'm looking at uh, the, the devotional, but um, also got YouTube right here, and I see people from all over, which is cool. Uh, Tina from KT Ranch in Pledger, Texas. Uh, Michelle, Richard and Cheryl, uh, Candia, Jacqueline, Judy. Uh, wow, you guys are killing it here on uh, YouTube as well. Good to see you guys. Uh, Heidi, Jeremy, Angela, Ben Brown. Uh, Howard, hey brother, how you doing, man? Uh, Ed Martinez. Somebody said something earlier on on Facebook. This is uh, Lisa Gerlach. Hey Lisa, how you doing? And she put this out. This is one of the early comments. She just said, "I need some Jesus. I need some Jesus." And I want you to know, man, we all need some Jesus. And so I'm glad that you're here right now. Um, I don't know if you know. But I am, this is, this is the iCampus studio at our church. <clears throat> um, I'm here today in the studio instead of in my kitchen for a couple of different reasons. One is my internet has been not great at my house. Um, although I did receive a new router yesterday in the mail, so that's good. But I have yet to install it. My son-in-law, Ty, is going to come over and help me to do that. And we're going to get going there again. But second reason I'm here uh, instead of in my kitchen is because I just wanted you to see this. If you were not with us on Sunday online, <clears throat> I kind of gave a little tour, which I'm not going to give a big tour right here right now, but this is the space that allows us to do both in-person worship services, like I can be in the auditorium preaching uh, to people who are actually in our campuses, and we can also communicate directly with people who are joining us, um, you know, via the internet, via the iCampus. So <clears throat> that's, uh, without this room, um, as, as I expressed before, without this room, it would just be one or the other. We wouldn't be able to do both, but now that we've got the equipment and so forth, we're able to do both the in-person services and the online services at the exact same time, which by the way, we're going to have we were going to have in-person services this Sunday again for the third week in a row. I say we were, we were, but we have now made the decision uh, to press pause because of the spike in new uh, virus cases here in the great state of Texas. And along with that spike <clears throat> came um, new recommendations all around the Houston area. Uh, one of those recommendations and, and actually um, requirements is that uh, mask be worn the entire time you're in any place of business. That's uh, in the Pearland area. I believe it's Harris County as well and, and so forth. So listen, I, you know, I understand the mask thing. I actually get it. I understand it. But it's just so hard to do church with a mask on the entire time, <laughs> the entire time we're together. And so <clears throat> And some of you work in environments where you have to wear a mask the entire day. I'm, I feel bad for you. Uh, it is hard to breathe. I find it hard to breathe in a mask. And I've worn my glasses a few times while wearing a mask. And every breath, it steams up my glasses. And, and 
And it's, it's difficult, and I'm not whining or complaining. I'm just saying it's difficult. And again, I get it. It's, you know, 100% to keep people safe. Uh, but since our campuses are in four different cities and three different counties, we just decided for this Sunday to go back online, at least for the moment. <clears throat> but I will say, thank you, God, that we have the capability to do this. Thank you, God, and thank you, givers, for helping us to create this room uh, to get us up and running with the equipment that enables us to get this all set up, to get the message out, not only Tuesday and Thursday, but also uh, Sunday. So <clears throat> in our time together lately at our TNT devotionals, we've been talking about seasons. And, 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 and I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm meandering through the Bible because I'm trying to be uh, intentional about this, but I've just been looking for passages of Scripture that have to do with seasons, and I just bring them to you to share along with you. And the reason I thought that this would probably be a good idea at this point in our lives right now and in 2020 is that we're going through a difficult season right now. And, you know, honestly, just about the time that I think things are getting better, it gets a little worse. And so I as I talk to you about seasons, I'm not just doing it for your benefit. I'm actually preaching to myself. So uh, truth be told, in Scripture, we have found out that God will allow uh, different kinds of seasons into our lives, that these seasons are often a test, things that he wants uh, to teach us. He wants to teach us to not trust in ourselves, but to trust in him and it is true that in this life we're going to go through uh, difficult times and we're going to feel like our legs, you know, get knocked out from underneath us and we're on our back. But um, uh, honestly, on our back isn't the worst place because then we're looking up to heaven, which we should be looking to God the entire time. Uh, but most of us uh, never really know from experience that God is all we need. We never really know that from experience until we until we are unfortunate enough or fortunate enough to get into a situation where God is all we've got. So we don't know that God is all we need until God is all we've got. And when that happens to us, something magical happens. Um, we, boom, we, we get it. We, we finally understand that God is enough. And it's in those you know, oftentimes most difficult moments that, that God does something extra special, that we learn to trust. And, and not only do we learn to trust, but we learn that God is trustworthy. And so today I just want to, you know, kind of push you and push me at the same time to ask this question. It's a weird question, man. I'll admit that up front. The weird question but the question is this, what can I, I'll make it personal, what can I enjoy in this difficult season? What is there that I can enjoy in this difficult season? I'm the kind of person, um, I kind of live my life looking forward to something that's coming. I do, I do that all the time. I, I, I purposely um, oftentimes, uh, usually always have a trip or something with my wife that is planned out on the calendar. And, and I find myself when things get difficult or when I get a little bit stressed, my mind just goes there. 
And I just think, yeah, you know, in a month or in two months or in three months, we're, we're going to go and we're going to travel. We're going to get to spend a few days there together and it's going to be awesome and wonderful. And it kind of, it kind of helps me get through whatever situation I'm in or, or, you know, I get to play, as I've told you guys, I get to play golf with some of my uh, golf buddy, pastor friends about two times a year. And so I look forward to those things as well. And, and so I, I use those future good times to get me, or pardon me, those future thoughts of good times, because sometimes those uh, trips get canceled, as has been the case for me uh, more times than I'd like to admit right now. But I use the thoughts of those upcoming good good times to get through whatever difficult moment I happen to be in right now. And it's kind of like that old Southwest Airlines commercial. <clears throat> and maybe you remember this. It's probably been, I don't know, 15, 20 years since this commercial's been on. I've lost track. But there's an umpire calling a game, baseball umpire, and he, he calls somebody out or something at home plate. I don't remember the exact scenario, but he makes a call. And instantly, the manager and the players are in his face, yelling at him, pointing at him. And, and you know how they do in baseball. They, they get close without touching. And they're doing that, yelling at the top of their lungs at this umpire. And the commercial shows him just reach in, kind of behind his chest protector. And he pulls out a Southwest Airlines ticket. And he just kind of holds it and glances down at it. And these guys are still yelling in his face. And he just cracks a smile. <laughs> because he's thinking, even though I'm going through it right now, this is not fun, man. I'm going to be out of here pretty soon. I'm going to, I'm going to be able to enjoy my, enjoy myself on this trip that's upcoming. Uh, and I do believe that, you know, if you have something to look forward to, that it does help you make it through the most difficult of times. And and even Jesus, even Jesus used this technique. There's a there's a verse in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, For the joy set before him, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. For the joy set before him, meaning he was looking forward to the joy that was going to take place after he got through what he was about to go through. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So just wow to that, that uh, even, even our Savior, you know, was able to look, was able to get through something difficult because he was looking forward to something better. But where I want to take you today is that even though that's a technique that Jesus used and, and we use, and, and it's a good technique, it's obviously biblical, there's got to be a balance there. We can't live our lives with our minds only in the future. Why? Because we're not in the future yet. We're right here. And, and I say that because some people are always getting ready to be happy. They're... they're they're not there. You know, they'll be like, or they say things like, oh, I'll be happy when this happens. I'll be thankful when this finally happens. Or, you know, so I'll, so I'll be thankful. I'll enjoy life again when, you know, when I get back to work, uh, when we're able to take that trip that we've been wanting to take. I'll be happy when, you know, my kids are able to, to go back to school. Or I'll be happy when this virus goes back to Hades from which it came. Um, but not now. 
but down the line here, down, down the line, when something happens, then I will be able to enjoy my life and, and to be happy. But the Bible says we don't have to wait. We don't have to wait to be happy that we can actually, we can actually enjoy and have good moments in our lives right now. And, and I find that fact that is taught in the Bible very, very convicting. In fact, I got convicted big time by a verse just recently, and so I'm going to share it with you. Hopefully, it'll convict you too if you're if you find yourself in the same situation as as me. Um, I've been saying things like, and maybe I've said these things in the devotional. Uh, don't remember because I've been saying them a lot. But man, I, you know, I'm looking forward to when 2020 is gone. Um, I would like to put, these are the kinds of things I've been saying. I would like to press fast forward on 2020 because I just want to run out the clock and get done with it. I'm tired of 2020. 2020 is such a disappointment. I saw, I saw somebody, I don't know what it was on Instagram or something. It was a meme. It said worst purchase ever, worst purchase ever. And it had a, uh, a picture of a 2020 day planner. Worst purchase ever. And that's kind of the way I've been feeling, you know. Let's just run out the clock. Let's just press fast forward. Let's just get, let's just start over, man. Let's just, let's just call it quits on 2020 and just get to 2021 right now. And that's kind of been my mindset a little bit, probably too much. I'm, I'm confessing that right now. Uh, and, and I say that especially just lately when I read this verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 8. Ecclesiastes, if you want to write that down, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 8. It says, however many years you may live, enjoy them all. However many years you may live, enjoy them all. Now, honestly, I couldn't believe it when I saw that verse. I feel like I've read Ecclesiastes a ton of times and I don't remember it saying years. I, 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 you know, my thought has always been, enjoy your days, enjoy your days because there's gonna be good days and bad days. But I've never extrapolated that out to however many years you have, enjoy every single Years. So even though, you know, I find myself wanting to write off 2020 and just call it a loss and move on with my life, uh, God says, God says, enjoy it. Enjoy it. And honestly, I'm finding that a little bit difficult. I'm finding that a little bit difficult, but I am trying. I am trying. And uh, one of the things that I've come up with to help me, and hopefully this will help you too, is to understand and remember uh, daily, remind yourself that every single day is a gift from God. Every single day is a gift from God. Each day is a gift from God, which means that each season that those days make up is also a gift from God, which means that every year is a gift from God. Um, I got up early today. I have a gnat in the room. I don't know what's up with that, but you know, 2020. Um, just kidding. I got up early today as I have been doing during this pandemic. Don't ask me why. And I was at my kitchen table at 4.50 a.m. 4.50 a.m. 
and obviously still dark outside. I got my cup of coffee and, and uh, sitting there, just opened up my computer, kind of staring out the dark window that's at the back of our house. And I just had this God moment where I, I sensed his presence in, in the stillness of those early morning hours. And I said this out loud. My, uh, my room where my wife was still sleeping is way down the hall, so I would not wake her. But I just said it out loud. I said, good morning, Lord. Good morning, Lord. And uh, I got thankful. Maybe because I knew I was talking about this this morning, but I got thankful. I just thank God for the day. I thanked him for opportunities. I asked him to help me watch for things today to be thankful for. And, um, you know, if I was right, God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are much higher than our thoughts. And if I was writing this chapter of our lives, this this season, um, obviously it would be much, much different than what we are currently experiencing. But if I realize that um, each and every breath is a gift from God, then no matter what happens, no matter what happens in the day, um, I can be thankful. I can be thankful. I can be thankful for every day in this season. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter five, Verse 18 says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And some of us really, really, like really, really need that. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18. I'm gonna say it again. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Let me give those of you who live in the Pearland area an easy way to remember the location of that verse. 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, FM 5.18. FM 5.18. And I say that because FM 5.18 is horrific, especially out near the 288 area. I avoid it at all costs. I find cross streets. I don't drive on FM 5.18. Uh, because you really, really need yourself some Jesus when you're on FM 518. Uh, but hopefully it'll help us to remember, as I say that out loud, where this verse is and that we are to give thanks in all circumstance, all circumstances, uh, that every day is a gift from God and that us doing so, giving thanks, is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Uh, but the bottom line here is, you know, we are to live the good days and the bad days, the hard days and the easy days and, and the difficult seasons with this overwhelming sense of gratitude because each and every day has been given to us by God. I think one of the most pivotal concepts that I'm trying to learn in my life and I'm trying to remember each day in my life is that you know, life is short and, and you go wishing away a year, you go wishing away a season, man, you've just shortened things tremendously. In fact, the Bible says in James chapter four, verse 14, how do you know what will happen tomorrow? <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> how do you know what will happen tomorrow? What after all is your life? It is like a puff of smoke visible for a little while and this and then disappearing into the air so the the bible compares our lives to like smoke um you know like a like a a, a mist like a, a a vapor 
um, it's here and and then you know the wind blows a little bit and it's gone it's gone smoke does not hang in the air that long you can't you can see it for the moment sometimes a lot and then a few minutes later it's absolutely gone there's no way to find it and you know that's what the moments of our lives are like they are here and then they are gone and i think one of the misconceptions that a lot of people have <clears throat> especially younger people and i say this because i had this same misconception when i was much younger is that we've got lots of time there's a there's a unlimited time the time is something that you just got unlimited amounts of and so you know if you miss something important that's okay there will be more if you miss something that your kids had um, you know, an event or something, that's okay because they'll have more of those same kind of events. If you miss an opportunity uh, to reach out to someone or to be kind to someone and you don't take that opportunity, don't worry because there will be more chances. That's kind of the mindset that a lot of people think. And, you know, or I hated today, I hated this season, nothing was enjoyable, but I got lots more uh, good, good days to look forward to in the future where I can be thankful. And the truth is, is, is that's, that's, not, that's not true. That's a, that's a fallacy. And the Bible says that rather than having lots and lots and lots of time, that our lives are more like a little puff of smoke that's here for a moment and then it's gone. And the sooner that we understand that life is short, uh, we'll understand that life is precious. And when we understand that we don't have unlimited days here on this earth, then we'll understand that every day is precious and that there are things that God wants to do in us in the day that we're in, no matter how tough it is, <clears throat> no, matter, no matter how difficult the season is, God has things for us today. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter five, uh, verse 15 and 16, Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. It says, be very careful then how you live, not but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Wow. Verses right on the money for right now, isn't it? Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. You got to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So honestly, you could, <clears throat> you could get caught up in what everybody gets caught up in and, and you know, try to, try to build a good career, which is not a bad thing, but you can have a great career. You can have an incredible house. You can drive amazing vehicles and you can lose your kids to the world. Or you can have all the things the world can give you and yet your wife hates your guts or your relationship with God is pretty much non-existent. What good is that? In fact, Jesus said, what, what does it profit someone to gain the whole world and, and yet lose their soul? And so today, today, not someday, today, what is today? What is today? Uh, July... July 2nd. Today, wow, July 4th coming up. Uh, today, not someday, God wants you to enjoy it. Find something to enjoy and to be grateful 
for what this day brings. Um, he doesn't, he, he's got things today that he doesn't want you to miss. And so don't miss it. Enjoy it. Find something worthwhile. In fact, you know, we always leave the comments running for just a few moments after the devotional is over. And uh, I've seen my son, Jordan, do this uh, when he did the devotional. And <clears throat> but I'm just going to encourage you now that we're deep into this difficult season to put something in the comments. If you are commenting right now or you're there, you can see the comments. Just put something into the comments that you're going to look for today or something that you're able to enjoy today or something that maybe you've missed in the past days that today you're going to make a point to, uh, with God's help, to be thankful for. And let's do this, all of us. Let's make the most of today. Amen? Let me pray for you. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, uh, God, thank you so much for this time that we've been able to spend together. I am thankful. I'm thankful for these people um, who show up each and every Tuesday and Thursday morning. I'm thankful that we're able to have a place like this at our church that we can do things like this, the technology that we need to broadcast so that I can preach to myself and let other people listen in. And uh, so God, just help us. Help us, especially those of us who are getting a little sour, maybe, with this time in our lives. I pray that you can help us to look for the good, to look for the things that you want us to see, to learn the lessons, as we said on Tuesday, learn the lessons that you want us to learn, to, to, to uh, make the most of every opportunity that you give to us. And God, you're so good to us, even though we're going through a bad time, you're so good to us, your presence has never left us and you have promised that you'll never leave us or forsake us and that you do have good for us and that is your intent for us, good, not evil. And, and so Lord, today we're just gonna try to rest in you even while we are trudging through sometimes, trudging a very difficult season, help us to do so.